Hey, it's Saturday, January 29th, 2022, and this is episode two of the Slayers of Boredom Podcast. Yeah. That's a ditty. That's a little ditty. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun making that. <laughs> so, uh, how was your past few weeks, Sean? Oh, very uneventful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an I'm, I'm a staying kind of guy, so... Just staying in, doing uh, research here and there, and playing too many video games. You know? There's never too many video games. It's true. Oh man, I miss I miss video games. Did I just cut it in out there? Yeah. Oh, oh well, we seem to be okay. Well, it's real early. We can. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, yeah, well, how were your weeks? How was your time? Um, you know, it was it was kind of sad for me. My uh, my favorite band, Every Time I Die. Mm. Anybody can see this. Uh, broke up. R.I.P. Uh, yeah, I didn't really like the way it played out. A lot of it played out on uh, on social media and stuff, Twitter, mainly via their bass player, uh, Steve. It's just a shame, man. They kind of pulled an oasis. Um, you know, they're made up of, of two brothers, uh, Keith and Jordan Buckley, and uh, their <laughs> other partner in musical crime, Andy, who is also a wrestler. But anyways, they're like the original three, and I think Steve might have been too, but then he left the band for a bit or whatever, but... They just got this new drummer, Goose, just dropped an album, and there was all this drama going on behind the scenes, playing out on Instagram a little bit, too, and it was just sad. Like, like they, it seemed like things were going south, and then they got back together to play their Tid the Season show, which is a Christmas show up in Buffalo where they're from, which, by the way, any sports fans, the Bills would have won if these guys wouldn't have broke up. <laughs> um, so they did that show, and then, I mean, you know, Keith had been traveling separate from the band. You know, he was getting sober and stuff like that. He had a new girlfriend. I don't know if there was a Yoko thing going on. I don't want to speculate, but um, it's just a shame, man. Like, those dudes are freaking rock stars, and they've influenced well, the they've issue? influenced my my guitar playing so much over the years. But, um, but like, what was the issue? What What was the main reason they broke up? Um, I don't know. I think it might have... There were some... Might have been creative differences. I mean, Keith Keith claimed that his brother didn't like all of the politics in his lyrics on the newest album. And I don't really know if that's the case. I mean, I know for a fact that Jordan is not like a Trumper or anything. Like, there's no way in hell. I think maybe he just, uh, I don't know. Jordan Jordan's more of like a fun, happy-go-lucky dude. He works really hard. He pays attention to detail and just like wants to have fun and be funny and have a good time. And Keith is just from a darker place, I think. And These two since are brothers and are in the band together? Jordan and Keith Buckley, yeah, okay. brothers. Um so, you know, I mean, I don't know, creative differences, whatever, but I know that he wasn't traveling with them. Keith wasn't traveling with the rest of the band because he wasn't drinking and stuff. He didn't want to be around that after he'd gotten sober. And he said, like, the pandemic really messed him up and all this shit. So, I mean, I don't know, man. It was just, it seemed like it was just going downhill. Hmm. And then it finally just uh, kind of just, you know, ended up and then breaking up. It was weird. It was really weird. And I didn't like the way it played out again. It's, it's kind of like four dudes against Keith and then Keith against the other guys, but it just doesn't, you know, like getting lawyers involved and like posting like, <clears throat> like letters from lawyers for everybody to see, like, here's what, you know, it, it just, you know, these dudes it, are it in their forties from the music yeah, too. They, now it becomes yeah. a scandal why they broke up when they broke up when, if it would have just been a quiet, it's been a, it's been great. We're going our separate ways. You know, then we could just appreciate the music for what it is, but now there's a whole story involved. Yeah. It kind of seems that, uh, it tends to be. I don't know. It's just weird. It's a weird way for something like that to happen. Most bands who just kind of break up quietly, but I don't know. It messed with me. That's for sure. Favorite album by them? Uh, uh, honestly, probably their last two. 
Um, new junk anesthetics, pretty awesome. That's a, that's an older one, but probably their last two, which is uh, Radical is their newest one, and uh, Low Teens is the one before that. Low Teens was super dark, and that's where things probably started to get weird. I mean, Keith's it's it's a long story. I'm not gonna. I mean, Keith almost like lost his baby girl when she like during, when she was being born and stuff. It was just crazy. Like while that album was happening, it was a very dark album. Oh wow. I don't know. It just I don't know. It messes me up even talking about it. I didn't think about it for a while, kind of till this cast, and now it just oh, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Um, on a funnier note, well, not really funny. You know, I don't really like when people die, but you know, when idiots don't learn their lessons. Did you see about that state trooper that uh, I, I remember I, when I saw this today? I wanted to bring it up in the cast. That state trooper from Washington who told Jay Inslee to kiss his ass before he signed off for the last time because he wouldn't get vaccinated. Oh no, no, I don't know anything about this. No, guess what happened to him? What? He got COVID and died. Hmm. Fucking, yeah. it's just crazy. It doesn't surprise me. Again, you don't want anybody to pass on. You don't want anybody mm-hmm. to die. But. Uh, do you feel like the audio's messed up? Because I feel like the audio's real messed up. I think we just need you talking into... Yeah, that's all. It just wasn't... <laughs> you are just talking in the side of the microphone. Does that help? Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. Such a small change. Yeah, it's before that we actually got into anything really that wow. important. But Well, back to death. So... Yeah. I... <laughs> I don't want anybody to die. No, sure. But, um, you know, it's when there's, it becomes a Darwin scenario when there's this much information about vaccines out and you're still not getting on board. It's sad. It is. Uh, it's, it, you know, it, it's not like it's surprising. It's just. I hit the wrong fucking button. Mm, you went for COVID? It's so funny. That, did I? COVID. There you yeah, go. Yeah, that's, that's what happens when you fuck with it, man. <laughs> We're a mess. We have technical difficulties across the board. Our buttons are oh, yeah, mixed it's, up. It's crazy, but whatever. We got some great information for you. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. No, I mean, I don't know. I just boring lives, you know? Oh, this, no. The boredom the past three <laughs> weeks, so. Yeah, well, this is why we slay. So That's what, right. What's our first topic? <laughs> we are going to be talking about the Paxton Boys. So, mm. folks in the area that listen to us, uh, the Harrisburg area, you know, you're, I'm sure you're aware of Paxtang, you know, Paxton is pretty much all the same. Um, when William Penn bought the area back in, uh, well, I think it's something around like sometime around 715, he essentially granted it to a man named, uh, Peter Bisseline, who was a, I think a French Canadian fur trader in this area had tons of routes, tons of, uh, um, just basically a lot of good fur trade. So he, he basically gave this area up to this man, uh, 200 some acres, and it was, you know, part of the fur trade for a while. You know, everything was all hunky dory and cool with the natives and stuff. Because what you really need to keep in the back of your mind during all this William Penn, Quaker, uh, the legislators in Philadelphia at the time, Quaker, more uh, peaceful oriented people, they believed that they could have, um, you know, it was a peaceful, peaceful land that William Penn envisioned between the natives and uh, the settlers there, the yeah. English settlers. Some of the more more pacifist sure. groups in history. Absolutely. I mean, you know, just not really, you know, don't want to make waves in, uh, you know, land that we're invading and everything like that. So um, so that's kind of just like a, a real short backstory on the area of, like, Paxton. So obviously, you know, there's, there's going to be quarrels over land between uh, natives and, uh, you know, the English settlers and everything like that. And there was uh, Pontiac's War, which was a conflict between Native Americans and the British Empire. That It began in like the Great Lakes in the Ohio area, but as things um, went more east with the fur trade and stuff like that, that began to pick up speed in our area as well. So 
it's this area as more Scotch Irish Presbyterians started to come in, they started to adopt less of the uh, the Quaker attitude. There was less support for the the legislators in Philadelphia. Ben Franklin um, less um, less support for them because you know there there were fights, there was murder and violence between tribes and uh, the settlers, which I honestly, you know, I mean, you know, we're in their land. I don't really care. And these Scotch-Irish people are my ancestors, so, ugh, God. <laughs> and that's what the Paxton boys were mainly made up of, and those are the people that we're talking about. These are a group of uh, Scotch-Irish Presbyterian white men who came over and murdered some innocent uh, natives known as the Conestogas. Massacred. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm sure you've heard. Uh, I'm sure you've heard all about. Uh, you've you've got, had to have heard Conestoga, my Conestoga Valley. I mean, you had to have heard that it's it's a native name, and there's actually not much history to them left anymore because you know, got wiped out. Yeah, it's very sad. Um, so these Paxton boys, essentially under false pretenses, folks, uh, thought that the Conestoga natives were helping other tribes that were being uh, more aggressive towards the settlers and their fur trade. And kind of once the uh, once the Pontiac War or the Seven Years War ended, the uh, the natives were kind of like left behind from the French. They weren't involved as much anymore. This fur trader guy was gone, um, and they didn't really have that backing of the French. So it was basically just war between the natives and the English settlers and the Quakers trying to keep peace, and it just wasn't happening. So uh, these Paxton boys m- marched on a Conestoga uh, piece of land, and they murdered, I believe, it, they murdered six Conestoga natives. Um, Men, women, children. Uh, the other fourteen flew down to Lancaster, and were under the care of a man named John Hayes. I believe he was a. Uh, I have my notes. <laughs> um, yes, Sheriff John Hayes. He was actually under the charge of the prison down there, and while he was down there, and the mob basically descended upon the prison. There were about fifty of them at this point. He, uh, I think, he quote said. Uh, there was danger of life to the person attempting it, meaning attempting to um, give these remaining 14 Conestoga natives uh, safe passage. So he basically bowed out yep. and allowed the mob to come in there and completely massacre these men, women, and children. Uh, one of them said, this man's hand and feet had been chopped off with a tomahawk. In this manner lay the whole of them, men, women, and children spread about the prison yard, shot, scalped, hackled, and cut to pieces. So... Again, and this is like the, the 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 initial group was about 20, 20 dudes, and they went to the camp and hoping to to massacre all of them, only finding six. And I think it was just their elderly. Uh, they massacred them. So when they came, um, you know, the rest came back to their their camp. You know, these fourteen uh, Conestoga, they were like, well, we got to get hidden. You know, we got to mm-hmm. get somewhere safe. And so they put them into this jail with protection under guard. Mm-hmm. And then when fifty of these Paxton boys show up because they found out like, where are these other uh, 14 that we want to kill? Like that's sure. crazy. You didn't come to your senses at the point of, you know, well, we just murdered a lot of innocent people. That, that's weird. They, they hunted down like two days later, went over to this spot and murdered 14 mm-hmm. in, in, in the like courtyard there. Like yeah. the guard let them in. So they were trapped. Yep. Massacres, 14 more of them. And then marches on Philadelphia to take down they got as far as Germantown, yeah. Um, and by that point, they had gathered. They had. Uh, it was like I think it was like two hundred fifty supporters. Oh, but there's different. I mean, either way, that's sure. a lot. And this, and I know a lot of people might be like, "Oh, you know, this is just um, something of a, a product of the times." But really, I mean, it ruffled a lot of feathers. Remember, like I said, keeping the back of your mind, these were Quaker legislators. This was founded under Quaker principles of peace and uh, inhabiting the land with these people in a peaceful and um, 
you know, progressive manner that can benefit everybody. So people weren't happy about this. And the craziest thing at this time, I mean, you could imagine Boston. Boston had, uh, they, they called this the pamphlet wars, where basically there were detractors and supporters of the Paxson boys who were just putting out literature left and right, news media, articles, cart- political cartoons, just all this shit, putting it all out in record speeds. I mean, that's how much, I mean, it, it, it brewed a whole bunch of, uh, a whole bunch of issues in the area. Um, so more than actually Boston at the time, which apparently was the capital of, uh, you know, this, that type of thing. Um, you know, tea party and all that nonsense, but it's just, it was supposed to be this peaceable kingdom and it basically got taken over because of, you know, the greediness of English settlers. And it was, you know, like everything just over land. And I don't, like, I know people are like, well, you know, attacking the tribes and stuff. Like, like there are the tribes who are attacking these English settlers and, you know, laying waste to them with massacres and, you know, affecting their fur trade and whatever other trades and their way of life. But, I mean, they're, they're called natives for a reason, so I don't really, I don't know. The brutalities of men bit. I will never understand, but this is one that was, like, well-documented from people in our area. Yeah. And. But I see, I, I, I see where they're coming from, you know. It, 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 for the time, they were uh, a simple group. You can tell. Yeah. <laughs> so they had, uh, you know, they had Christian beliefs and they had these natives that were savagely killing their women and children. Mm-hmm. And then when they went to their government, which was the Quakers, which were the pacifists, they had no help from the state, you know, being like, hey, this is happening. And they're like, it'll it'll change. You know, we, we'll be able to make change through progress and communication. And they were like, nope, we can change it right now. Let's go kill a tribe. They're killing us. We'll kill them. I see it. Neither side was right in this scenario, but you can see it, you know, you can you, see the motivations. You mentioned the key. I mean, th- th- this is the reason why we couldn't explain back in the day when we would show up and all of these diseases would become inflicted upon the natives. And really, like, what it, what it really was from was us bringing, like, animals over, like pigs, um, horses and stuff, like certain animals, no, I'm sorry, not horses, but pigs and just uh, uh, other livestock that weren't native to these lands that came with diseases that, you know, the white people, white people from Europe had already become accustomed to, and that's what ended up, like, killing off a bunch of natives. Um, during that time, I mean, again, you, you, these are simple people. They don't understand why this is happening. They take it as a sign that, you know, that, that this is, since they're Christians, God has ordained them with this land that we now all live in. And a lot of those principles, I think, were kind of the fuel behind a lot of, behind the Paxton Boys, the Conestoga Massacre as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just thinking, like, well, you know, regardless of again remember they didn't have any like concrete information at all that led them they, they just went on a hunch that the conestogas were helping other more aggressive tribes and uh laid ways to them yeah guilty by association yeah and you know it, it's i i can't help but believe that they, they were driven by other other means yeah. such as them being ordained because they're white christian men either they think of them as you know which is crazy you know one of the leaders it, was the the fighting parson you know, he yeah. was known as the fighting pastor because he had been in uh, so many wars and then come back and been able to. So he was already an angry person in his own right coming sure. home from that. But these Conestogans, or I don't know how you, how you would say that. I apologize. If that's, yeah. um, they were Christian. They had adopted yeah. a lot of, you know, the areas around, around them and they had all adopted Christianity. So this was white Christians killing Christians. I mean, it just it, it boggles sure. the mind. And in the moment, like I said, how you could go from killing the six and not one A lot of that happened saying, in Japan, too. You know, and then going to kill 14 more, and then uh, more people join up instead of somebody saying, hey, this might not be the best plan of action. 
you know, it wasn't until Ben Franklin stepped in and Ben Franklin was a Paxton boy and he stepped in and, and stopped it. That's why nobody got charged was because they were going to burn down Philadelphia and they didn't want to deal with all the, the issues from 400 or 250 people coming in and rioting in their city. Yeah. They said, just go home. We'll let this all go. It's just Indians. Like Ben, ben Franklin was a Quaker, though. He wasn't. Oh, my bad. What did I say? Paxton? Yeah, he's a, he was a Quaker. I meant Quaker. Yeah, no, it's all good. Um, and again, like, I mean, so was William Penn. That's what it was all like, the peaceable kingdom. That was, was the whole idea of like Penn's Woods, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, and when you lend it to this man, this French fur trader, um, you know, relations between the French and the natives were good then. So that's so when the English settlers started to come in. And that's how things kind of, uh, you know, went sideways in the most horrible fucking way you can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, no I actually have I have Franklin's quote in here too. It's a really good one. Sorry, I'm a little disheveled, but the pamphlet war, man. That yeah, it was like uh, here it was the Paxton pros and cons made up a fifth of 335 publications at the time in Philadelphia when when we were like overrunning the amount of publications that Boston was putting out. I mean, it was a big deal back then. Yeah, detractors and supporters like songs and I mean that's just weird. Yeah. And that's that. And it was re- one of the more uh, re, uh, like earliest attempts at manipulating you know oh, sure the media yeah and trying to control it in that way at least in the u.s and that's uh and this, this this always intrigued me because i always wondered like you know when you first hear about the paxton boys you like you assume like oh that's their last name but it wasn't it was just the area that they were from but it, it does make you wonder and i was i was hard pressed to find any of this concrete information whether or not any i mean there's a lot of streets areas and stuff towns or whatever that are named you know, Paxton, Paxton Street, Paxtang, whatever. And I'm just wondering if they were named in honor afterwards or just because of the area. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what was, that's what really kind of like bugged me. Again, I would not be surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Franklin said, it grieves me to hear that our frontier people, that was basically what they were known as, the frontier Pennsylvanians at this time. Uh, frontier people are yet greater barbarians than the Indians and continue to murder them in a time of peace. I mean, so Ben Franklin wasn't very happy about this stuff. But again, Quakers, they're kind of pacifists. Yeah. Which, you know, for the most part, I am too. I don't understand why people... I just don't understand why people got to kill people. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense to me. Doesn't, doesn't I really connect. just don't get it. Like, we're just going to slaughter these people and take what they have because, you know... Religion, eh. more than likely. Or retaliation. Well, religion, sense. resources. Yeah. I mean, before people knew what the hell was going on and they weren't brainwashed by religion, it was more so just like, eat, sleep, fuck. Like, I need your food. Yeah. You know what I mean? I need to sleep here. <laughs> <laughs> I must take your your by ramshackle murder. shack. By murder. Yes, and I will murder you for it. What are you going to do? I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, that's... <laughs> That's a little piece of history. Yeah, local about, history about for the us. local history about the Paxton boys. Um, so anybody that's from around here, I mean, you can look it up. There's a lot of information on it. It's uh, it's pretty rough. The church still and, stands. That uh, fighting preacher. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know these at the area, but it's not too far. And then uh, the jail where they were massacred. Yeah, that is still there, uh, but it's only a wall. Like you, when you look at, it, at the building, mm-hmm. there's like this section of the wall that's all cobblestone, yeah. looking, and the rest is modernized. It's terrible. And but they do have a plaque. That says, uh-huh. you know, remember the massacre. And it's, it's a shame, too. There was there was a, another um, Native American gentleman from another tribe somewhere out west who, I guess, came in and set up some other memorial as well. I'm not sure where that was. I just I glanced over it real quick. But it, it was mainly about the fact that, like, this, this other man from another tribe had to do it, um, you know, just to honor Native Americans in general because there aren't Conestogas left. And that's yeah. what I think makes it so sad. You know what I mean? And the 
wiped out of people, essentially. Yeah, and it's just... Uh, just fucking, it just disgusts me, and it disgusts me that they were Scotch Irish, and that's my ancestry. That just it makes dis- me mad. <laughs> it's disgusting that it mul- the 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 group multiplied as as the carnage went on. To me, that's like where I want the human spirit to be. Like somebody should have talked them down. Lancaster to Philadelphia, you know, at the time, like the traveling at the time. I mean, you know, it's not like you're hopping on the turnpike. Yeah, you could uh, pick up a lot of people along the way. Crazy. Yeah, it is a shame, but if they consider that a frontier area. I mean, Philadelphia was obviously more urban, so yeah, they claim that just they couldn't really. Um, they weren't getting any support. They were getting massacred in their in their minds, you know. Sure, and I'm sure the literature was pushing it so that everybody was in total fear of things they didn't need to be afraid of, and that pushed them to the limit. And we lost Conestogas out of it. So, hmm. I mean, yeah. <laughs> No matter what, when you really look at the things, the whole, the whole of it, like the Trail of Tears and just, I mean, even even going out west, um, there's a book I read called Blood and Thunder, which is all about like westward expansion under like James Polk and President James Polk and stuff like that. Um, it's just, it's awful, man. It's terrible. So like in the grand scheme of things, obviously, again, I don't want people to die. I understand that like Native Americans attacked English settlers and our ancestors as well, but Again, to just murder like men, women, and children like that. It's just, it's all like, what are you there for in the first place for? You can't share land yeah. nope. in a habitable manner. No, I guess not. Like Ben Franklin called them fucking barbarians. So, yeah. or more barbarians. So, you know, I'm sure Ben Franklin was a politician. He probably had to, well, you know, I must call both sides barbarians, but they are just being more barbarians than the other. <laughs> I'm going to go to France now and find some <laughs> prostitutes. <laughs> You yeah. love that stuff, man. Wild dude. Anyways, <laughs> I think we've said this. I mean, oh, God, it's just a morbid story. Reading over it, just there's like depictions of it and stuff, pictures. It was rough. I was going to print some of those, but I decided not to. So I'll find them and throw them up. Yeah. The well, <laughs> shall we move on to our next topic? Uh, Yeah, sure. All right. I mean, we've covered... Hey, I, was, I just love that little jingle from our guys in Yam Yam. I was ill prepared for it. I kind of interrupted. Oh no, it's like, it's like five seconds long. It's the and second I still episode, folks. It. If you expect perfection, like Shawnee Sean here does, then I just the camera. All right, It'll I'm gonna take a sidestep there because I don't. You guys want to? Do, should we start a PayPal? Should we start a PayPal? You guys want to donate and get us a better camera? No, no, no. I will, we won't accept it. We'll donate it to charity. The camera we have is garbage. Mm. No, the camera you have is nice, but we can't get it to work with OBS. And then the camera, this one here, it's looking good now. Yeah, it looks it, great. It wasn't. And Dan wanted to go ahead with this blurry screen. And I was upset. I feel That's like... Right. I'm already having a bad cast anyways. What? <laughs> I'm part of Just that. Getting me, no, I am. It's getting me thrown off. <laughs> oh, let's let's get into Pigman. That's what I'm going to call right. him. So, Actually, wait. You know what? Before we what? get into this, I just want to know if you did any background information on this. Because I didn't. I didn't. Um... I heard a lot of people, again, probably anti-intellectuals, anti-scientists and stuff, you know, those <laughs> those great <laughs> citizens, um, were saying that uh, they were, like, going after this dude, this, this patient. Obviously, by now, you know, we're talking about a patient who had a pig heart transplant. But we're going after, like, his criminal record or something like that. Did you hear anything about that? Yeah, there was something about that. Really? I didn't care. I mean, I didn't even look into that aspect of it because he was... I mean, it's like the guy was going to die and he's probably going to die with the pig heart anyways. If he has an ounce, he is still alive, I think. He is still alive. Yeah, as of yesterday. I think that was the last time I checked. But he was not eligible to get the heart transplant due to complications. Oh, so yeah. he said to the doctor, if I'm going to die anyway, I might as well die for science mm-hmm. and maybe it'll work. Yes. And so he did that. 
And now we have a case study that we can look at. He, I don't know what his, the history was, but I don't think it was even like in the pedophilic side of things or anything like that. I think it was just like robberies and, or he had a felony or something on his record, but this isn't, this isn't like a, a gift. I mean, it is, it worked out that way. This was like, um, donating my body to science scenario. So I didn't even care when I saw that headline. Um, you know what I just, I don't know, like, what, why detract from that, or why distract from, from, from the original headline to begin with, which is amazing. Like, do you, do you realize, like, what this means? Yeah. I mean, this is crazy. It was a genetically modified pig, right? Um, and also, as a lot of people also don't know, they're already using pig arteries to, yeah. to use as well. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, well, he had one. He, he has since had it replaced. I but almost did. You have, these, you have these things replaced. Uh, every so often, but I don't eat the bacon. <laughs> at one but point, but the bacon is in the meat. <laughs> the clogging my arteries. <laughs> I don't do a good one. Well, I'm not even going to attempt one. <laughs> but, yes, um, uh, David Bennett Senior of it, Maryland was was going to die, and like you said, just opted to to go the science route. And so far, it's it's bought him, bought bought him. Jeez, <laughs> it's bought him a a few a few weeks since it's happened. So. Yeah. Been a few weeks since it happened. It's, it's crazy. It's a medical marvel scenario. Um, the there's just so many implications that come along with it. Like when you said, you know, genetically modified pig, um, that could mean a litany of things. But sure. what it comes down to is like the, the heart itself. They just needed to uh, make it so the one artery would be wider, so that it could allow the immuno the immune system to, uh, you know, be more accepting of the mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. But, like, this is just the start. So th- right now those genetic modifications are very small to make a pig's heart more viable to fit in a human, essentially. Mm-hmm. So when – but if you can just keep moving forward with that thought process, you can get to the point where we can be like, all right, this, you know, this family has a genetic disease where their kidneys fail over – you know, they're just more inclined to have kidney failure down the line. Mm-hmm. So we could be genetically engineering these pigs to have the perfect kidney – for that family when it's time. Sure. You know, and then you could go even further and you could say, why don't we have two hearts? You know, and if we can put one in and it's all about just rerouting the tubing, you know, this is futuristic yes, talk. It's as simple as that. But, you know. Reroute the tubes. <laughs> but there's just, there's so many ways you can take this and it's fantastic. So when people want to talk about, you know, his criminal history, I don't give a shit because the, the black market organ organ scenario the organ black market that is going to be you know null and void Mm -hmm. in 10 years because we're going to be just getting everything from pigs and poor piggies intelligent animals but at the same time we can grow these things then Mm -hmm. you know because we're at the point of lab grown meat sure that's what transitions into yeah xenotransplantation mm -hmm, that's what it's called xenotransplantation it's not the first case um there have been other, like you said, there's uh, arteries and different smaller components, but this is a heart. This is a big <clears throat> deal. Mainly kidneys so far, I believe. And it, if you see the heart, it's crazy. It, it sits straight, like, forward instead yeah. of our, how ours kind of lays down. It's very strange. Yeah, I actually didn't see it. I didn't I didn't need to see it. Ah, uh, I did. <laughs> I knew you did. <laughs> You're a morbid son of a bitch. This is fascinating. They, they, I mean, stuff. they already use pig skin a lot for, like, grafting for... Uh, Skin grafts, burn victims, and stuff like that. A lot of people don't realize it, but they just want to shit on the science. Yeah. By being like the guy who's getting this life saving procedure. Actually, I wonder if they're just trying to be like, it should go to somebody else. 
because this guy's a criminal. Yeah, that could have been it. <laughs> it's like, well, there's other people who don't need, you know, that you re- why don't we go have them have them sign up? It's like this dude knows he's dying and it's like, fuck it, let's do this. And look, it, there he is. Yeah. Still alive to be like, ha ha. <laughs> Sorry for the people he may have burgled back in the day, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's burglary. Otherwise, yeah, that's if, very if it's anything else, then I mean. <laughs> Oh yeah, that is very intense. Well, I mean, that's that's me assuming it's burglary and yeah. not some other horrific crime that sick ass humans no. are capable of making. Oh, and honestly, committing. like a sick ass human does something that I despise, that I would despise, and they should go to jail for it if not get death. Then, um, you know, put them to science. I'm all yeah. about it. <laughs> so, you oh, know. oh, that's right. And the the reason why they got this uh, confidence so quickly is, I guess, a few months before in New York. They had a successfully, uh, some other doctors successfully attached the kidney of a genetically engineered pig to a brain dead person. That's right. Which I'm hoping they uh, signed off before they went brain dead too. The wife I'm sure did. They did. The oh, wife did. The wife did. Yeah. Cool. Maybe she didn't like her husband. <laughs> Shouldn't have been a piece of shit there, Harvey. See, again, she said he's not going to wake up. Yeah. You know, why not? He's not going to wake up. something it's from just, this. Yeah. And so they did it and it was successful. Yeah. So it's it's just a matter of time, and uh, and we will be much better off. And to the lab grown meat side of things, would you eat lab grown meat? Meat grown uh, in a lab. At this point, God, the way I'm, I would eat. I, I, if it's yeah, sure, I would. I just uh, I just eat like shit right now, and I really shouldn't be because I started you know like exercising again, but I just eat like crap. So you would consider this shit, like crap. What, lab-grown meat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if, if they're growing meat in the lab, I'm assuming they can make it healthy. It's exceptional. If, yeah. not, if not, you know, weird and creepy. No. Who, knows what, who knows what weird? They're going to put some computer chips in it, too. <laughs> well, yeah, we must worry about the microscopic microchips. Or they're going to put some weird DNA-altering <laughs> shit in it that I don't want no part of. Well, I'm, I, for one, am very excited. Uh, Memphis Meats is a company I was following for a while. And they were making the meatballs. Yeah. Um, but now it's just, it's too expensive. But as soon as we get those costs down, yeah. I feel like, again, going f- pretty far into the future, but they're going to look back on times when we brutalized animals for meat in like CAFOs, you know, concentrated animal feeding operations. That's It's disgusting and inhumane. And yet we let it happen because we like it. We like you the just, meat. You just blew my mind right there. Okay. That's got to be... That's that's got to be why Animals as Leaders has that song called KFO, oh, which yeah, is yeah. Like one of their dopest songs. Yeah. Thank you for educating me. See, I'm I'm even learning things here. <laughs> but wow, concentrated animal feeding operations. Feeding operations. Uh, wow. Yeah, it was a short term band I was in as well. Oh, KFO. <laughs> Damn, dude. Um, yeah, it's it's fucked up. But I mean, you know that again. You're gonna have these people that are just gonna they're gonna politicize the hell out of it. Yeah. People who just don't care about, I mean, what about all the hunters and stuff, man? Like, they love it. It's like family tradition for so many generations. They just love to go out and shoot animals and shit. Yeah. And They'll have to get over it, unfortunately. But No way. There's, dude, I'm, it's, you're, you're that's not going to happen. Term. You're thinking short term. They will die. The ones that can't handle not being able to kill things, they will die. The youth coming up are weird, you know? We're, we were weird when we were coming up, and our parents were weird when they were coming up. It just keeps getting better and better as long as we can keep this algorithm out of their brain keeps progressing in yeah. positive ways. I don't know. Uh, yes. We had slaves. <laughs> we progressed not too long ago. People let's not forget that. Yeah. And I mean, they, the last person that got lynched was in the fucking eighties. Yeah. 
And, you know, that we've progressed beyond that. Women have the right to vote. Everybody's becoming more equal. We're not even yes, close. Yes, women have the right to vote, but uh, they don't get any paid maternity leave or anything like that. Oh, I don't think it's equal. Don't, <laughs> don't get me started there. But I'm just saying, we're on the road to progress. If you look at where we came from, you know, of home cooking, that's it. That's all women could do. To now they're becoming as close. I mean, we're getting there, but we're not there yet. Equal. Um, equal footing, anyway. I, I mean, yeah, I, I get it, but I think the... <laughs> I mean, there's definitely still unequal pay for women, and the fact that they get to vote, I think, is minuscule compared to the fact that a bunch of men can sit in a fucking room and be like, oh, I'm going to tell you what you can do with your body. Like, yeah. fuck that Well, of course. Shit. And it's the same thing. People are going to be like, you can't tell me if I want to go out and slaughter a pig. And it's not the same thing. I'm sorry. But if people, people just don't want to be told that they can't do something. You know what I mean? So if something pertains to their religion, such as abortion, and like, you know, if, if you can't put that in their ears that people are having abortions because their religion tells you, know, they don't want to be told that, so they lose their fucking minds without realizing, like, how it affects the people that actually have to deal with it, the circumstances they're in. Mm-hmm. It's just... Oh, of course. And, and then you start thinking about, like, the what, what eating meat is doing to people in America, their cholesterol, putting them in... I mean, like, oh, my God. And then hurt and slaughtering these animals... Climate I mean, change the way they, in as well. Yeah, Throw climate change, there. yeah, especially the methane from Cal... Oh, my God, it's nuts, man. So, but, you know, again, look at the time frames that where we were, where we are, and where we're going. These things, the, 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 the shittier people will be exposed, the shittier people mindsets will die out. They do. I, I mean, I have to have faith in that. So, it just happens. Like, will it happen in my lifetime? I don't know. But, like, in the last cast, talking about what's 35 years, actually. I'm still alive in 35 years. So I feel like, again, Satan willing, like hunting, you know, maybe we'll have licenses and you can have allotments, but these people will have to abide by it, you know, because the deer population may need to be quelled. So we'll, we'll need that to happen and that can subside. We need need local sustainability. Yeah. Like you get the technology to have lab grown meats, but then you set it up in certain areas where they just grow food for like that area and you sustain from that area. That way you get rid of the supply chain for food, at least that, I mean, trucks flying all over the place, carrying produce, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, but not everywhere can get what's needed. So you still need some, you're going to need some of it. But at the same time, I mean, like if there's no, if you're not going to be shipping like beef and cattle and chicken and shit, like all over the freaking world, if you're. If you're having like lab grown meat, but you also got to think like the drastic, these things have to happen gradually. And the amount of like the amount of subsidies the government's going to have to provide for the people that are have jobs in these industries is going to be just insane. More money than you could even, like, you think two trillion, three trillion, whatever the hell it was, was insane for COVID. Yeah, try freaking like you want to shut down the whole world economy. Well, it's going to be a very long transition. It's going to be a gradual thing. I know, but the the problem, but the problem that people don't understand is when we're talking about climate change is like this shit has to fucking stop now. Yeah. Like everything needs to stop if we want to avoid like the catastrophe that's coming in 2100. You know what I mean? But we just. That's impossible. Well, of course, because (laughs) even such a drastic change, and I don't even know, there's so many areas you could look into. If you just stopped everything now, how catastrophic would that be on people's lives in comparison to climate change? At twenty, you know what I mean? Like, there's just the point is we've already done so much damage and ignored it for so long, and these people aren't going to pay the price. These people that knew it with their junk science and shit like that knew yeah. the damage they were doing. They're not going to pay a price. We just have to fucking accept it and move on and try and slowly transition out of this shit in time. That my son, hopefully, you know, when he's, I mean, he'll be eighty by twenty one hundred, which, you know, eighty is a long life. You know, not everybody gets there anymore. But still, if he ends up having kids, I mean, fuck, my grandkids, like, what the hell are they going to have to deal with, like? Because of the irresponsibility of you 
fucking uh, boomers. A whole <laughs> group of people. Our parents' generation. I, but, no, I mean, there's just no... Lab-grown meats can do a lot to help that, man. Yeah. And, and, this, and this man getting a genetically altered pig heart, I mean, that's... That technology is amazing. Obviously, you know it's got to segue into it somehow. It's just this is huge. Yeah, it's it really is. We're we're using. We need, like you said, use our resources. Use Mm -hmm. what we have. Sure. Um, I don't like the idea of killing pigs at all. Peta's up in arms about all this for sure. Please eat the animals. But (laughs) animals do taste good, you guys. You know, I'm not. I don't want to be a hypocrite. I true. I won't care at all when it's lab grown. Yeah, sure. If it's got the same taste, I'll be even happier. It will. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's literally from the cells of the animal. They bring it up. So it's just a chunk it's of meat. Unbelievable. It's like... How yeah, much is that going to cost, so Sean? exciting. Oh, it's ridiculous already. But, I mean, the meatballs, I think you get like a six-pack for about, 50 bucks. It's like the same thing of like getting people out of out of um, fossil fuel industries and into renewable industries. You have to subsidize their, their cost of living for a while and their training and their education, get them into these new programs, these renewable industries. We have to do the same thing with slaughterhouses and farmers, like... Okay. They're going to have to be subsidized, and they're the ones that are going to have to learn. But are they capable of understanding the technology for lab-grown meat? No. That's like, not we're going to put so many people out of business. Farms are already struggling, man. Well, lab-grown meat, like, there, there's going to be the science side. But once it's on the grand scale of being, you know, for sale, then, yeah, they'll be able to work the warehouses. They'll be able they're to still gonna need, package. They'll still be gonna able need to crops do. to be grown. Well, think about, think about how many farmers just make money growing corn, which is just feed. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just it's it's it, to me again. It comes back to the Darwinism scenario where it's like, yeah, I know, I'm I'm sorry about that, but you had all this information in front of you for so long, and you decided I'm going to stick to the meatpacking plant. You know, it, it, obviously we're nowhere near lab-grown meat on, on a large scale, but as we get closer, if these people stay in the meatpacking plant, and it's like you might lose your job in a few years, you better get out of there. And then it comes to it, and they're like, what am I supposed to do? I had a job. I don't want to believe it now. That's the thing. What do you mean? Well, they don't want to believe they're going to lose their job because they don't want to believe in whatever, you know, they're going to believe in whatever junk science is being thrown at them. Well, like instead of being that's like, it. That's the, that's the ticket. That's their ticket. They've chose it. They punched it. They walk it. Get out. <laughs> find a job. You'll find something because it's a, somewhere it, down the line, folks. You're being misled. Yeah, we all are. I mean, you know, uh, every moment of our lives, we're getting pulled in every direction. The mm-hmm. corporations would like us well, to they're, go. They're starting to they're talking about legislation for uh <laughs> uh, congressmen and women not being able to to hold stocks uh, in companies, but we all know that's not going to. That would go surprise anywhere. me. <laughs> but no, we will talk about it for some good time until the next uh, dress comes we'll talk out. About this, talk gold. about this filler until like there's another freaking school shooting or some shit that can distract everything, everybody mm-hmm. from everything, and like some you know the next celebrity dies, like meatloaf or something. And you guys know Meatloaf didn't want to get vaccinated, all right? Yep. Might be a rock star or whatever, but for fuck's sake, I mean, come on. Yeah. Just like I was saying about that cop, told Jay Inslee to kiss his ass and then signed off because he didn't want to work for a police, I guess, a, a police station or whatever that was going to make him get vaccinated, and the fucking guy died. Like, come on. This shit is unnecessary. Yeah. It is, it is unnecessary. There's no reason to not trust smart people. I'm not saying don't trust the government, but, like, for fuck's sake, man, your conspiracy theories have to be held up and believed by thousands and thousands of people when you really think about it in order for them to be true. Yeah. And, you know, you, you can't stop talking about, you know, your, your cousin, the guy your cousin's sister fucked at, like, the party last night. You know I mean? You can't keep that a fucking secret. Like, for fuck's sake, just just come back to reality. Yeah, it's impossible. And in so look at many the company realms. you keep. You know, look around at who all high-fives you when you, you spit your vitriol, you know? 
see who your who who your people are. To me, I'm I'm happy with everyone around me that agrees with me. I can't imagine my mother feels the same. <laughs> well, actually, she does, but you know, more power to him. Whatever you got to believe, you got to believe. How do I do this? We'll do a plug. Punch it. Corksicle, this is for you. Punch it. <laughs> Give me it. This looks funny, doesn't it? <laughs> Shake weight. Oh, just punch it. Oh, that's more violent than I thought it would be. Oh, sorry. That's all right. It's a lot. Sounds great, though. Bow, bow. Yeah. Like a cash register. Gives a little bit of a sub. Drinking's not going to lead you to a bunch of money, though, folks. So don't, don't take that uh, little metaphor there to heart. Ching, ching. Let's just drink and don't get rich. <laughs> Drink this beer before I figure out my business plan. This thing has de-evolved <laughs> in the final minutes here. No, man, it's good. We're we're only in like 40 minutes, which is like 15 less than the first one. But yeah. I mean, it's interesting talk, though. I just, uh, again, we're just circling back to why I can't understand why people just like, they just refuse to live in reality. They yeah. follow their confirmation bias, wherever it leads them, the confirmation bias fairy. And it scares me. It scares me more for my kid than anything. The yeah, poor little dude. He's a sweet kid, man. He's a sweet kid. He doesn't want to deal with this shit. <laughs> He's going to have to. And I on know. a large, large scale. I yeah. think, uh, what they say? It's like a, kind of the way, don't look up, looked at the meteor and said you have whatever it was, 60 days or what, I don't know how long it was before it hit. It was six months. Six months. Um, that we have in about nine years before it's going to be like bang, 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 natural disasters. You know? Is that what you think? That's what they're saying. We got about nine years. If we don't, if if we don't change what we're doing right now to make some changes, um, then nine years is our scope. Twenty thirty, sure. I mean, we're already seeing. I mean, it's crazy. You just, even just look at the summers now, like, and people, I some people have been telling me, like, dude, this has happened before. I've experienced it before. I'm sorry, but this past summer, there were literally like there there was a week of hundred degree days every day. I, I don't ever remember that in my life. It is getting fucking hotter. They, they, I can feel the sun burning me a hell of a lot more than it did before. Like, even 15 years ago when I was a teen, a late teenager, you know what I mean? Getting out of high school and shit like that. We're, we're at a weird crossroads because last year was the hottest year on record. Yeah. Yet it's probably going to be the coldest year we ever see. It again. has been really cold. It's bitterly cold today, man. Cold and windy. Blustery, as Winnie the Pooh would say. Yeah. It's rough. Like, did, you, did you grasp what I said there? Like, it was the hottest year on record last year, and now it's... it's going to be the coldest? Well, for the la- the coldest year that we ever experience again. Oh, really? That's, yeah. Oh, There's potential sorry, for that, that scenario. So, wow. like, even though we thought that was bad, like, it's, oh, it's going to get crazy. And you see it. It's going to start coming north. Yeah. Along I, with the diseases. I watch a lot of international ecosystems. news. And it's all floods, and it's all landslides, and yeah, it's floods all... floods are terrifying everywhere is being destroyed in monumental ways. I don't know where they find the money for aid for these scenarios. Look at Tonga, that volcano. Yeah, oh, I know. Oh, my God. That whole yeah, let's talk is... about that quick. Do you, I mean, I'm sure anybody out there, if you haven't, you're listening to us, and you haven't seen that uh, that satellite feed. Holy shit. Yeah. It was like 60 tons of TNT or something like that. I don't know. What, what is that equivalent to as far as, like, the, you know, like Hiroshima, Nagasaki, whatever, uh, Bikini Atoll. No, I don't know those answers. Less than all those, probably. I mean, it, it it looked like a giant nuclear. I mean, there's a mushroom cloud that came yeah. out of the fucking ocean. It affected the atmosphere. It was insane, yeah. Yeah, we had uh, tidal wave, or what were they called? Um, I want to say... Tsunamis? Yes, I want yeah. to say tidal wave. 
but we had tsunamis on the in the west coast, and I think Australia was even getting some. Well, it definitely it was by Australia, yeah. but I mean this thing it obliterated an island. Mm-hmm. You can see where an island was on there before, yeah. and then in the aftermath they show the picture, and it's just like two chunks of land. Was it uninhabited? So, just like a random island? I thought it was underwater. No, no, no. There was land up. Um, but the people that were close by, they had no warning. The national geolo- ge- geologist that um, was for Tonga, mm-hmm. he was like their, their, their guy, and he had retired at this point, was in an interview, and he just was astonished. He's like, I, you, you couldn't have predicted this. There's no, I've never seen anything like this. This is some old white-haired dude, you know what I mean, that's seen the world as, from a geological standpoint and was blown away by this explosion. And... I mean, it's <sighs> all the conspiracy theorists are going to jump on that. This guy should have saw it. Yeah. <laughs> I know somebody that I work with who literally thinks that if we don't continue to, um, to frack, you know what I mean? And like extract as much, uh, oil and fossil fuels and you use up as much that as we can, whatever the earth has to offer us, that the earth will explode. That it'll just, it'll just boil up if we don't take it out of the ground. I'm just like, gosh, shut the fuck up. how, how do you even entertain that conversation? I, I just keep, Walking. Yeah. I'm like, well, you know, you know, people have their opinions. Yeah. You just splish splash. Your opinion is trash, <laughs> but <laughs> sorry. That's it's insane. sad, man. I know, dude. I hear, I hear it all the time at work. I don't get out oh, of nothing anymore. Crazy as shit. I mean, I see the kooks on, on the interwebs, Yeah, but they've always been there. Mm-hmm. It's when you get out in reality. We're going to get ours eventually. What's that? Kooks yelling at us. Oh, yeah. I hope so. I'm ready. I would love to educate you. <laughs> <laughs> well, so three more weeks from here, right? Sure. We'll have some new topics for you. Hopefully yeah. this wasn't boring for you. <laughs> we slayed it. I'm sure we slayed oh, it. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, sure. It's definitely some interesting talk, especially if you, if you didn't know about uh, the Paxton boys. I mean, when I first learned about that, it blew my fucking mind. Yeah, Paxton Boys is a fun, uh, fun deep dive. Learn your local history, folks. Mm-hmm. The, the the Pig Heart is a fun deep dive as well. The Pig Heart is, I mean, I mean, I don't recommend watching or, or anything, but yeah, um, the it, you know the science behind it is very it cool. Gives me some hope. I mean, There's lots m- of what more can you ask for these days? And just a little bit of hope. Yeah, I like to look at the future through these rose-colored glasses. I see mm. utopia. I yeah. just don't know if I'll get to actually see it. Mm. But I think it's on the horizon. Yeah. People have got to come around. Once they figure out crypto and the metaverse, it'll be okay. Oh, yeah. Well, you your won't. utopia will be that lazy boy over there with some goggles over your fucking face, and you'll just never leave. Well, yeah. Have People... you seen Ready Player One? The movie Ready Player One? No. Oh, you would love it. You've got to really? watch it. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Um, it's not for everybody, but it's got that uh, that dystopian future aspect mm. of everybody lives in this VR world playing games together. But like the real world's just terrible, decrepit, post-apocalyptic almost. Except for the <clears> rich, <throat> the rich have it made, you know. Of course, mm-hmm. so well, it's a good movie. Though. It's very fun to watch, and it's got some, you know, it makes you think a little bit while just being visually entertained. The end of the world, that'll set us all equal. Yeah, there you go. We'll see, unless they just rocket off in their spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> like, bye. <laughs> it's, they will, you know. It is what it is. Mm. All you can do now is communicate with everyone around you. Try and get them to come back to reality. And be a good person. That's it. Be a good person. Empathetic. You know, it's, it's weird because I have stayed in a lot because of COVID. And uh, you're not going to hit it every time I say COVID? 
Oh, sorry. COVID. I missed it. That's what I wanted. But, you know, so, and I didn't have it. I'm just avoiding it at all costs. So I stay in a lot. So when I go out and I'm at the cashier, you know, paying for whatever I'm getting, I, I can't tell you how many times they're like, thank you for just being kind. I got offered a job at the pharmacy on the spot. <laughs> it was like, you, like, we don't, everybody's so mad all the time and nobody's just kind. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I wasn't even being like especially kind. I'm just nervous and awkward and make jokes, you know? And they were like, wow. That's a, 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 fucking crazy. A person. <laughs> it's nice to be treated like a person. Yeah. So be nice. Tip high. And mm. at least 20%. Always. Yeah. My right. wife and I do. Because everybody's looking right now. The inflation's insane. And we're all hurting in our own ways. Mm. So do that. And uh, do we have a send off yet? Yeah. They kick ass fucking song well i mean yeah but we gotta like roll into it somehow well uh, i don't know Do i it. mean <laughs> i thought yeah. you were gonna press it there and it would have been like really good now it's still no, i'm gonna say uh don't get bored no that's lame but yeah we'll see you in a few weeks yeah all right bye <laughs>